Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Iconic Freedom, the formula. We are setting a standard for accountability, the ownership of your choices, and responsibility, that ability to respond to those choices. Let each care for self, and all will be cared for. sure that your straight talk was appreciated by some, but is, is this scorched earth policy good for, for college football or for the kids? I think truth is good for kids. We're so busy lying, we don't even recognize the truth no more in, in society. We want everybody to feel good. That's not, that's not the way life is. Now, it is my job to make sure I have what we need to win. What's really great about that clip uh, with today's topic of reality versus dishonesty is that he's making a legitimate statement about the truth that we are turning over to our younger generation. And I would say even beyond that. Now, he's working on a particular project and, you know, it's about, you know, bringing kids into situations to give them opportunity, that kind of thing. But he makes a grander statement when we start talking about the truth versus reality or in this sense, um, dishonesty versus uh, reality. Because so often what happens is, is that the lie starts to become the truth and people start to think that it's the reality. So what do I mean by this? It means that if you tell the lie often enough, people will then start to believe it. <laughs> Remember we've talked about I believe something, I think something, I know something. So when you believe something, you don't have any facts. All you have is a thought process, an emotion. And when you think something, then you are in between the knowledge portion of researching it to find facts and coming to a conclusion of reality, which is what you know. Well, he's talking about, you know, telling the truth, being honest with kids. I say be honest with everyone. Allow them the opportunity to kind of figure it out for themselves instead of you as the arbiter of, you know, all information deciding what someone can or cannot hear. You give them the reality. You will speak to the reality as it is. Factual, no emotion, nothing tied to it, no outcome that you're holding on to, and then see where it goes. It's in that moment that the genuine interaction between people starts to happen because it's not all mucked up with all kinds of garbage on either side of people trying to get a certain agenda or manipulation or control through a conversation. They're just speaking to the facts, and it's a powerful statement. Trump's a, a very interesting man, and I, I, so I'll tell you a story about my thoughts on Trump. So I remember there was a time where I was like, Trump's bad, he's racist, he's a... And I came to, I came to like the, the mass media of what they claimed he was. And I remember I hadn't spoke to Andrew for a while. He's like to me, yo, like, what's your opinion on Trump? And I'm like, ah, oh, this guy, man, I don't really rate him, blah, blah. He's like, why? He's like, he's like, bro, I'm like, he's a racist. Like, I was like, oh, and he sticks up for the Ku Klux Klan and all this other stuff. He's like, show me where he said that. So I'm searching now, I go online, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. 
can't find a single article, a single, no, a single video. You can find articles of them claiming he, he states these things. I couldn't find a single video of him actually saying it. So I think I showed uh, Andrew an article and he's like, yeah, but where's him saying it? They're saying he's saying this live. Anyone can say he said anything. So I'm like, nah, he, like, where, where'd they get this from then? It's, like, it's easy, they just make it up. You believed it. Then I started thinking. Then I said, but he's never um, denounced them. This was the Ku Klux Klan's time. He said, has he not? I was like, no. He's like, all right, cool, give me five minutes. He pulled up like six videos back to back of him on the news. No, I do not support the KKK. Like six videos of them saying, talking about equality. And I sat there and I was like, man, I actually got played by the media. I was one of them people who's like, and, and it was a lesson for me. One of the things that I really like about this clip was the fact that this person has their own epiphany and they start doing their own research, right? So, I mean, it's the thing that I've talked about since the beginning of the year, the idea of the awakening and not just taking information that's being fed to us and, you know, having some credulity to it, but actually being incredulous to it and looking at it and say, well, how do I know? How do I know that this is true? How, how do I know that this information is accurate? It's always worth researching first principles of looking at things and dissecting them and knowing for yourself, right? If you believe something, then you start to think about it. Could it be real? And then you start researching it, you find out the facts, and then you know. You know one way or the other. This next clip is really kind of funny because this guy, um, he's kind of annoying, but what's fascinating to me is that he came to an understanding for himself and he's living in a cognitive dissonance. And you're going to hear it is that, you know, he realizes that he has made statements, very loud statements uh, against another individual. And when he found out the reality, it was tough. There's an interesting thing that goes on when we realize that we have been lied to. And now I posit that we allow the lie. Why? Because we don't want to take the responsibility of paying attention. We, he, we did not want to take the responsibility of doing the research and looking into it and saying, is this true or is this not true? Instead, because people are living out of their emotions, then what's happening is, is they just, they go off, you know, I mean, they pull the trigger and then they, you know, they go off and they spiral and they don't know anything about what they're talking about. And it's interesting because when people do this, you'll watch that they go through a process where if things don't impact them directly, then they don't seem to care about what the outcome is. It just happened to the other people. It happened to people down the street. It happened to other people in our government, whatever. But it is an interesting thing to observe that when it starts to impact you, now all of a sudden you got some skin in the game and you got something to say about it, but you got to know your facts, right? Um, to quote um, a thing from Leonard Bernstein one time, you, you got to do your homework. <laughs> You've also acknowledged yeah. that, you know, that one thing about the Charlottesville that, that, that I ranted about. Yes. And I was wrong. 
But the both sides thing. Yeah, yeah, and, but, so and I respect so irresponsible, and I respect the shit out of Wait, let me campaign. let me hear him out. Hang on, yeah. go, go a little bit more. What do you mean by that? You were wrong on that. No, because he said the, the both sides. You know, there's good people on both sides, and when you see the full quote, yeah, yeah, it, that wasn't what what he said. And 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 you know, I I ranted on him hard for that, mm -hmm. hard. There's some video about it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I ranted hard because I was like, what are you talking about, man? Because you got played. And here's what the, re this is why I think you're going to vote for Trump. So it becomes an interesting uh, life change for this person. And uh, Michael Rappaport is the actor. And it becomes an interesting shift that when we are willing to see reality for what it is, when we're willing to have the awakening to the reality as it is, not what we want it to be, but as it is, life will start to unfold for us. I described it before as that moment in Doctor Strange where, you know, he starts to twist reality and he starts to see the reality as it is. Uh, now, in his case, he gets to see multiple realities, but in our case, we're really just looking at the reality and we're coming to understand it. It's a very interesting case that we make for ourselves when we get caught up in our emotions and we stay within a particular line of thinking and we're not allowing new information to come in. And that's something that we definitely want to be cautious of, right? Because we see a lot of people that will not allow new information to come in. But when new information is presented, there is no virtue in suffering and there's no virtue in ignorance. If new information is presented, now you want to reevaluate your case and take a look at it and see. It's one of the dangers, of course, that you could probably imagine of people that are self-righteous. When you are living in self-righteousness, you think you're always right. But if you don't live in that and you live in the world of, you know what, new information could change my thought process, suddenly a lot in your world starts to open up. And we are at the end of another podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this weekend. I hope you derive something out of this that you find useful in your day-to-day -day interactions with others. Hey, share it with your friends and family. You never know how it might help somebody else. And I'd love it if you hit that like button. And feel free to subscribe to the podcast if that's something you're interested in doing. Shoot me an email or comment down below. And I will see you next week.